Republican State Representative Andrea Topola. The Honolulu City Council race, Andrea Topola. She's going to win outright. Hey, what's up everyone? I'm Andrea Tupola and this is your third podcast. I'm excited to do this one because we're going to talk about written plans. Are they missing? Do we have any? We are living in the year 2020 where COVID has hit the world and of course hit the state of Hawaii very hard. And part of succeeding in life is creating a plan. Because if you don't have a plan, or if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So let's start from the beginning. I decided to run for office in 2014 for my very first time. And the only other previous running for anything I had done was in college. I was the student body vice president at BYU Provo, and it was a great experience. And then I did a short mission for my church in Venezuela. I lived over a year there. I learned Spanish fluently and I also was immersed into a type of socialist government. At the time, Hugo Chavez was the president and I learned a lot about how philosophies of government can affect entire communities, states, and entire nations. So when I ran for office in 2014, you know, I had started to make a plan in my mind as to why I was going to start getting involved in community and into local politics because I knew that if I didn't like something and we live in a country where it allows you to participate, you can engage whether through voting, whether through advocating at neighborhood board or at state meetings, but we also allow we live in a country that allows you to run for office. And so I decided that I was going to help a candidate because if I knew that I believed a certain way and and that I wanted to advocate for it, then I would be the one that would have to make the decision to go out and get active, right? It would have to be my decision to get involved and understand the other voices in the community, understand the processes of government and and how myself as a mother, as a music teacher could get involved. So I made a little plan in 2013 that I was going to run for a state house rep in 2014. So I decided that I was going to raise some money. So I said, I'm going to raise 10,000 the year before I ran because I wanted to take it seriously. I knew that I had to raise a lot. I ended that race with $54,000 raised, which I didn't even know I could do that. I had never even raised money before. And I also, you know, made a plan of how I was going to interact with the community because part of winning an election is voter outreach. So whether it's knocking doors or making phone calls or attending events or just showing up at events, I decided that I was going to take very careful note of what is the number of people that I need to talk to to win this election in what areas, in what communities, in what neighborhoods, and I had it written down. I had a little clipboard. I remember one of the areas that I was running in was called Honokai Hale. I needed 420 votes there to win because I had kind of studied the prior elections and I didn't know anybody. (laughs) 
I was new to the community and we had moved to Waianae in 2010 and I ran for office in 2014 so I knew a few people but not a lot and so I decided that I was just going to knock doors I was going to talk to people and then I was going to write down who I knew and who I didn't know and try to make a plan on how to win and so I'm bringing this up as an example because you know making plans are one of the most important things that help us succeed in life in the book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, he actually quotes and says, a lot of times people think that they're lacking motivation when really they lack is clarity. So if you have a goal in life and you're trying to get somewhere, you want to accomplish something, then the thing that's going to get you there is the system or the process that you create to reach that goal. And that's a plan. So instead of saying, oh, I want to be healthy, that's my goal. Well, you can get more clear and say, I want to, and then you can write down the activity, whether it's eat salad or eat vegetables or whatever the goal is that you have on, and then you write the day down, and then at, you write the location or the time of day that you do it. And and so the specificity in your plan is what actually allows you to succeed because the more clear you get on the path that you have to take to get there, the greater success you'll have in reaching that goal. So I bring up this as an example because in the state of Hawaii, as we propelled through this COVID period from March all the way through October where we are now, how many plans were made? And I'm talking about written plans. So not just, you know, plans that are announced at a press conference or plans in my head. I'm talking about written plans that other people can can read and follow. Because an important part of being a leader is making sure that those people who follow you understand what your intentions are, what your motives are, where are you going and, and why, and how can we follow or how can we understand and as we progressed through, I was watching other states because I wanted to see, you know, were written plans being made. So I read New Jersey's plan. I read New York's. I read Florida's plan that had a lot of specificity for the elderly population. I read Utah's plan, which had a lot of economic stimulus information. So each of the states, as they created these written plans, sure, I'm sure some of them deterred a little or due to unforeseen circumstances they had to kind of pivot but either way a written plan would be better than no plan and I I looked you know I looked to see if we were going to have a written one for Hawaii and there was a group of PowerPoint slides that were released as Hawaii's plan for reopening and I read through it not as much specificity, um, not as clear how many people convened to create that plan and how many hours were put in to making that plan. And why that's important is because it matters to the people the effort you put in. And and I'm not saying you as a, a government leader, you as an individual, I'm talking about myself. So as a leader, when I put an effort, people in the community can tell. And when I don't put an effort, they can tell. So as our government didn't put in the effort that people were waiting for in a written plan to see 
how many hours were spent, how many people were consulted or, or given time to weigh in with their expertise, how many organizations were involved, how the economy and health were worked on together. Because an important thing that, you know, Governor Cuomo had brought up because New York was hit so hard with uh, the COVID pandemic was that there was a smarter approach for New York and that it could not be health or economy. It had to be both. And he said he was convinced that they could do both. And so they laid out a plan. I watched that whole entire press conference too because I wanted to hear, you know, did he make it? Did someone else write it for him? But it was very clear that he was an integral part in, in understanding it because he was able to articulate it. But either way, the important thing for us moving forward is to ask those things of our leaders. Where is the plan? Is it written? Do we see effort? And I help a lot of candidates who are running for office because I believe we need better leaders at every level of government. And it's something important that I go over with them is when they're creating a mailer or even just a Facebook post or email, can I tell how much effort you put into it? Did you write it in 10 minutes? Or did you really think about the words that you wrote down? Was your message clear? If I only had five seconds to look at this mailer or this whatever, would I get who you are and what you're about? And that's my hope for Hawaii, really, is, is hoping and helping to elect somebody that can lead our state where you can see that that true effort was given. And maybe it wasn't written down how many hours were spent or how many organizations, but when you see it and when you read a particular document or you see a particular outcome, that you're able to know that the leader cared that much, that he or she was able to put that much effort because they love the people of Hawaii that much. And so as you determine what goals you have, or what paths that you want to take, whether it's with your children or with your family, whether it's academic or or nutritional, just remember, making that plan makes a difference. Another good quote from Atomic Habits, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So build those systems in such a way that that system can take you through whatever goal you need to reach, because sometimes the system you create can be a path for many different goals because it's so effective, it's so efficient, it's so well thought out. And I think the frustration that we feel in Hawaii is a systemic problem, meaning that the system that was created to address the problem is what needs to be addressed. Granted, every state has problems, Every family has problems. Every person has problems. No one is exempt from problems. But it's the systems that are built 
to address those problems that give us hope, that give us information on what part we play in the system to help achieve the goal. And I think it also helps us to know that the direction that we're going is a direction that we think will be good for the people of Hawaii. Because I deeply believe that future generations are counting on us to create systemic change. And that's where that word systemic comes from, is the system. To create that change so that the outcome can be that more local families are able to afford to live here for generations to come. And there's a lot of different pieces that we need to go through to get there. But I hope that this was helpful to you in regards to your own life and in regards to how I study the issues in government because I study all the way down to the system level. I want to know how many people are doing this, how many hours, what is the outcome, how long has it been since we evaluated the outcome, should we look at this again, and instead of changing all the parts, let's change one and see if it changes the outcome. Because at the point we're at, the decisions that are made at the government level affect us all, whether it's taxation, whether it's the choice of education, whether it's funding, whether it's facilities. And so it's so important for us to actively decide to be a part of it. I can't believe one day I actually decided to run for office and be a part of it in this way. But the part that I'm playing is that part. And the part that you play is also super important. So I hope that you can continue to listen to these podcasts and feel uplifted and feel inspired and share with other people the importance of why leadership is not part-time and service is a lifestyle. Aloha! She's going to win outright. She doesn't have to campaign all the way through November. And we are joined by Andrea Tupola, now live through Zoom. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your victory tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.